0: What's good, everybody? Today, this is episode five, where we are going to be talking about black women's hair and weave. And we have a special guest today, Miss Ashley Ross. He is an upcoming singer. So here we go. Talking about, oh, it's, it's too much to maintain my hair. You talking about like those type of men, uh, women, like those type of black women that be talking about uh I can't maintain my hair. I don't want to wear a fro. Oh, my hair is going to dry up too much. You know, so they just keep it in cornrows for like a whole month. Um, and don't do nothing with their hair. Ew, that's probably so nasty. But
1: you no, like that's so gross. You cannot keep your hair. It's not even, you could keep your hair in like cornrows possibly for that long. If the air is hitting it. But with all that stuff sewed into your scalp. hmm yeah. The mold, the mildew, the bacteria. <laughs> that scares me. I could never, like, I already don't like, I don't even like this on my head. I wouldn't want more stuff on my head. But no, as for maintaining it, I mean, yeah, do, does it take me hours sometimes to get done what I want to be done with my hair, of course? takes a while but I'd rather that wild be something that in a sense it's like gardening it's like you put all that effort into planting everything and then you watch it flourish
0: Don't tell them about their makeup. They love their makeup. The little mascara. Uh, don't forget the eyelashes. You know I've I'm never saying? worn fake eyelashes, actually. I've never done that. Um. Why is that? But, huh? I said, why is that? Why is that? Mm-hmm. Um. One, because
1: I have pretty long eyelashes already. Mm-hmm. So, like, mascara is enough. Mm But, I mean, one, that's because in high school, yes, there'd be days where I wore makeup, it would still be pretty light. Like, I like it where it looks like, you know, it looks like your face is enhanced, but not, you know, like you drew over yourself. Like, I like it to look...
0: I used to call (laughs) it clown makeup. Like, back in the day, I used to call it clown makeup, like, back in 2017. Like, you have some girls that are wear like, I'm talking about, like, a whole different face. Like, there used to be girls when I went to prom, and I did not know, I barely even knew who they were. Like, I walked past them, I was like, is that who I think it is? And then I turned back, and I had to, like, squinch my eyes, and then tilt my head. And then, like, look at it from another angle. I was like, oh, that is that one girl. Because they just wore so much makeup, and, like, just wore, like, all this... I don't know what they call it, but um, the only thing that I can think of is mascara, but like they just wear like two to three different layers of makeup you know, for a <laughs> two hour event at, at tops. two I was Actually, the
1: least altering thing would be the mascara. That's like the least of it all. I, I can explain pretty much what they do. So they're trying to work off of like shadow and lighting and highlighting and contour and all that to create a structure for their face that doesn't really exist. So,
0: interesting.
1: it looks good on camera or in professional lighting or in certain types of lighting for like a selfie or a crystallized image where it's going to be like retouched or something. But in real life, when you're looking at some of these in normal everyday lighting, it does not compute. Your brain can tell something's off here. It's not a natural face. No, Nobody's going to go and say, oh, they look so beautiful because you can see the highlight, you can see the contour, you can see, you know, the eyeshadow, you can see the lashes, you can see everything and it's just too much. So if I'm going to put on makeup, first of all, have a good skincare routine because it's the basis of everything. If you are going to put something on top of it, um, go very light on the foundation. There's no reason to overuse it if you don't have really anything to cover. Um, and then with the contour, be very subtle. Again, subtlety here. And then if I'm going to play around with makeup, I like doing my eyes in different ways. I like eyeliner because it's like you can stencil it, you can draw whatever. I like eyeliner. I like eyeshadow. But that's really... Not, I've never done my makeup to because I thought I was ugly the way I am. I've always done it because like maybe I'm wearing a pair of shoes and an outfit that's a certain color and I want it all to be cohesive and it's for that one day out of the week and then the next day I'll go back to normal and people have seen me every day you know how I look like if they haven't seen like a completely different version of myself um but but yeah like I don't know it's just like as for false lashes like I feel like Putting on false lashes is really unnecessary. I mean, I know some women don't have eyelashes, so I can't be like... I can't speak on that personally, because I do have eyelashes. Um, But but then again, another ironic thing is that the the, the false lashes pull out your real lashes, so then eventually you have no lashes anyways. So I'd rather just save what I already have instead of ruining that, so I need to buy more false lashes. But... I mean, like, I, I mean, if I really want to, I'll put on some, like, mascara very lightly. You can't even tell. Or, but one thing I don't do anymore is my eyebrows. I don't pencil them in or fill them in anymore, because I feel like it's, it's just not the look I'm going for anymore, but (laughs) the thing is, like, when those eyebrows, like, have a fade, and it's like, you can tell, I don't like that. I just brush them up with a little toothbrush, and there they are. If I need to pluck them, I pluck
0: them or whatever. But they're pretty tame. That is so adorable. What? You're talking about you just brush your your eyebrows with with a little toothbrush or whatever. And you just during your day. I still I can still take care of myself. I'm just very
1: like very like I'm very subtle in how I enhance what I have. Mm Mm-hmm. way there's less you need to do on a daily basis to look the way you want to look and that's why I was saying like I have my arsenal of things I do like my whole life is holistically geared towards certain things rather than just using things to counteract what I'm already doing wrong that <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me it just never made sense to me to live like that um but I mean I'm very like I wouldn't say dainty. I'm just very, like, meticulous. I like things a certain way. But, if you find
0: that adorable, more power to you. Mm hmm But, I have a question, though. Because, like, when going on the, the hair thing, there'd be some girls that will say... Like, they'll try to play victim. Like, there'd be some girls that will try to say they don't wear their hair out because... Uh, men don't appreciate their their hair but then they'll turn around and be like they don't wear weave for men they wear it for themselves and I'm just over here like how are you gonna say you're wearing somebody else's hair for yourself but then you say you don't wear your hair out because men don't appreciate your hair I think that's that's like a contradiction <coughs>
1: And that's where the cognitive dissonance comes comes in because actually, um, I mean, in my personal experience, um, except for that that rogue Mexican boyfriend I had one time,
0: never again. Wow, never a Mexican again. boyfriend.
1: It was it was a sad state of affairs. I was fourteen.
0: I was uh, a freshman
1: in high school. I didn't know what I was thinking. Anyway, <laughs> that was past and gone, and that's when I decided I was like, never again. Nobody outside of my general race.
0: Right. Never.
1: Because he was just—he he a mess. Anyways, um, other than that, my hair being an impediment in that, that didn't count. That did not count. He didn't count. He doesn't he exist. He's like an oompa loompa. Um, but anyways, I mean, after that, I mean, every guy I've dated since that point has... Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've worn my hair natural those entire years of my life. That's never been an impediment. And I, I would wear it out big. I would wear it out in a fro. I would wear it out in a braid out and twist out bantu knots, braids, pigtails, puffs, buns, outs, in whatever you would consider anything. I did it all. Never became an in, an issue. In fact, they liked it. So I I don't I don't see that either. And I mean, people do they like they're like I guess they expect me to have like those like really like those soft ringlets or something. The wavy hair I don't have that. Um, but I don't know. I mean no I mean like and no dude has ever said to me like oh you should change your hair so I can't say that's true for me um um part of myself because it's an extension of your mind
0: it's an extension it's an externalized version of your brain it's like your hair is you yes I used to um back in 2018 I made a series actually I made a whole series dedicated to black women on hair um Because I used to talk about natural hair a lot. I actually created a natural hair page, but it got taken down by these black feminists um, because they didn't like my views on LGBT. Uh, So because of my views on LGBT, they uh, literally reported the hell out of that page and it got taken down. that's another story for another day. But, uh, yeah, I I made a whole series on... uh, like natural hair and talking about the hair industry and so on and so forth. Cause I used to talk about uh, just the beauty in, in natural hair and so on and so forth and, and stuff like that. But yeah, but my mom used to say the same thing. Um, Cause I when I was growing my hair out back in. I got it cut back in 2016 because I, I had a fro before 2016, but the the hairstyle not the hairstylist, the uh, barber, my original barber wasn't there. So I had to go to this other barber because my my original barber, he was kind of like an uncle figure to me. He was cutting my hair for like the past year or so, you know, and we kind of grew a relationship all of a sudden, we go to this to this barber shop, and the owner was like, "He doesn't work here no more." I'm like, "What do you mean he doesn't work here no more?" So there was nobody there other than this this black man. He was dark skinned, and he was probably like, I don't know, like 23 maybe, 22, 23. And he's like, "Hey man, I'll, I'll cut your hair." So um, he ends up cutting my hair, and he gave me a square top. Um, I told him I wanted a temp fade. I just wanted to fade on the sides and I, you know, so at first he, he didn't give me a square top automatically, but he kind of cut a little bit of the, the size more than I expected or that I wanted. And, you know, I, I tried to grow into liking. I was like, you know what? I think I could, you know, I think I could get with this, you know, just a little bit whatever. Um, the, and then the next time I went over there, the same guy was there, you know, I think they had a couple of more barbers there, but they were busy and stuff like that. And so, um, I, I showed the man. I gave. I showed him a picture. I said, "Yo, I just want a temp fade. Like this is what I want. Temp fade right here on the sides. That's all I want. I don't want nothing cut on the top or in the back. Just right here." He's like, "Hey, man, I got you." This nigga did not get me at all. This man gave me a square top. I was looking like kid from house party. Like, I was looking like Will Smith on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Like, I was looking like, this man really messed me up. And I'm looking in the mirror like, yo, I don't even have a fro anymore. Like, I don't even have a fro. Like, I look like a, uh, you know, like the markers that you draw on the board. Like, I look like one of those black markers on the board. Like, it was just terrible. I looked in the mirror when I got home and I was just... I was really about to cry. And, you know, it didn't, it didn't help. And the reason why I would never cut my hair ever again, um, two reasons. One, my family wanted me to cut it, primarily my mom. Two, everybody at school kept telling me to cut it. Because all these black girls that would have their hair permed or they'd be wearing the weave and the lace fronts, they'd be like, Tyron, why don't you do something with your hair? Tara, why why don't you cut your hair? You, you you can't even put your hands through that nappy, you know, and they have this mentality and it kinda shows cause they don't even wear their hair out to begin with. You know. But anywho, um Yeah, my mom should be like, Oh, why are you gonna why are you going out the house like that with that fro? It don't even have the right curl pattern or it doesn't even have a curl pattern. I'm like, How does my hair not have a curl pattern? Like it's literally coily, like literally. You know, but you know, she was raised up with this mentality, um, and, and this is kind of the mentality that I was raised up with because if my hair ever got too high up, you could say, or if I grew like a, a small fro as a kid and my mom would comb through my hair before going to school, you know, if the if the comb get caught in my hair, that was a sign that I needed to cut it. That that was like my mentality. If it got too high up Then it's time for a buzz cut, you know, Um, because whenever my mom would comb through my hair and it would get caught in my hair, my mom will always say, boy, your hair is nappy, you know. And so with me, my mental state of mind was that having the hair that I had was ugly or I shouldn't have this type of hair. So whenever you see like pictures of me. Like Growing up from when I was a kid All the way up to when I was Probably like 15 Because I started growing my hair around 16 But all the way up to when I was 15 um It would be very rare for you to see my hair Like above 2 inches Because my hair was just cut down so Like cut down so low Because I had that mentality that If you grew your hair out you got to fro It was nappy, it was ugly um, But anywho like, some of these girls at the school, uh, what I was saying before, like, they'd be talking about my hair. You need to do something with your hair. You can't even put your hands through it, so on and so forth. Um, It was ridiculous. <laughs> and then for, for my mom to also have that mentality, that was also uh, pretty funny. But, um, anywho. 2016, I had the, the square top, and then I kind of got the throwback in I want to say, mm, give or take 2018, maybe like, maybe like mid 2017, because I got these these twists in because of graduation, and I wanted to wear my hat. So in order to wear my hat, I had to get some twists or whatever. But um, I guess since 2017, I had to fro because I grew my hair back really fast. Cause my hair grows back really fast. Um, so from 2017 going on to 2020 And now 2021 um, I've been growing my hair for almost 5 years now So It's a wonderful journey that I've been on From threats of getting my hair cut uh, All type of stuff I had to really fight Like in my household I had to literally fight and argue with my with my parents on growing my hair, um, because they just did not want me growing my hair. And my mom, getting back to the to the subject, my mom be saying the same thing like, Oh, you shouldn't you shouldn't grow your hair. Ain't no girl want want a man with long hair. But anytime that we will go out in a restaurant or any time that we will go out in the store, it'd be like these black girls here and there, oh my God I love your hair. What you do with your hair? Oh my god I love your fro. Every... Like, every... Every type of store. Walmart. Uh, Sam's Club. Target. We went to Golden Corral. We went to Ruby Tuesday. Red Lobster. Uh, when we went to Red Lobster, i never forget it. it. was just one girl, and she had these uh, Bantu nuts. And uh, my mom... This was around the time when my mom finally wanted to go through her natural journey. Like, she just... I don't know if I inspired her or whatever the case was, but she... When I was growing up, she always had permed hair. Um, her hair was always permed or whatever the case was. Um, so this was like, I want to say 2017. I think I, I want to say it was 2017. But anywho, she was talking about, oh, I love I love the froze. I love what's going on here. You know what I'm saying? All this other stuff. But everywhere that I would go, these black girls, they would say, oh, my God, I love your hair. I love what you do with your hair. I never forget. We I was going to the mall with my with my parents and my brother, and we was in the mall. It was just beautiful black girl, and she had this big fro. I'm talking about like enormous. I I can't even like Shakira type of fro, like her her fro was just beautiful, and she's over here looking at. She was at the jewelry store. I think she was like, oh no no she worked at K's, um. And I'm just looking at her, and my mom. She, she's looking at me, looking at her. And she she whispers to me, she was like, you better not bring no girl like that home. And I look back at her, I was like, watch me. You know, because I'm like, you really going to try it? Because I... It was, she she kind of looked like she was in her, I don't know, early 30s maybe. But I was like, I'll, shit, if I was around her age, watch me. I, I would have walked over there like, excuse me, miss. You know what I'm saying? Can I just say that you... Have a lovely fro like I just really love what you're doing here you know I wanted to give you my number so we could exchange and, and talk about like what type of you know moisturizers you use what, what what can I do with my hair you know what I'm saying you could help me out let's grow together you know what I'm saying but yeah I, I mean I had the same thing happen to me um my my granddad though he he was kind of a he didn't mind my my afro my my granddad and my uncle, which is my, my mother's dad and my mother's brother, they didn't mind. Um, when I was growing up, my my uncle, he used to grow his fro out, uh, his hair out, and he used to have afros when I was growing up. Um, my granddad, he used to have a fro back when he was younger. Um, my, my dad, though, I don't think my dad ever grew a fro, um... He grew his hair out, but he just never grew a fro. Um, he can't grow no fro now. Damn sure can't grow it now, cause he, he, his, his, his hair is gone. It's just, <laughs> it just a pure, And you know, I, I, you would think that you would just try to find ways to keep the hair, but he just let it go. Um, it was just very tragic for him, cause he used to go from, you know, accepting that the he had the bald spot. But he still would have the hair growing around on the sides of his his head. And I don't know if somebody made fun of him or whatever the case was, but then every time he would go out the house, he would just wear a hat. Um and I was just over here like, why are you wearing the hat? And then people just started making fun of him wearing the hat. Cause I'll never forget. We was at the we was at a movie theater and it was this one man, he's the father of one of my friends that I grew up with. Back in like elementary school, middle school, high school um and he was over there in the movie theater outside he was outside of the movie theater, and I'm on my way walking to the car he goes my dad goes up to talk to him, and my <laughs> the man was like, "Man, why are you wearing that hat, man? It's like eighty degrees out here because it, it wasn't just any type of hat, it was like a a beanie. You know And uh, you know My mom would sometimes be like Why are you wearing a beanie You know And it's like 85 degrees It's like The middle of spring But I guess he He just did not like the His hairstyle Somebody may Talked about his hair I don't know what it was But he just finally Came to the decision of Cutting it all off Uh So now he's He's bald bald You know Um thankfully i am blessed enough to take my hair length and my hair growth and my hair uh my the health of my hair from my mom's side so my brother i can't speak for him so if he if he ends up getting that bald spot that's on him you know what i'm saying it is just just it is what it is but getting back on topic yeah i, I do uh i know what that feels like when you have Parents who don't appreciate the natural beauty But I have another question Cause You know how like there will be some of these girls That will say um, Like they'll try to condone Wearing blonde hair And they'll try to say that They're being versatile You know Like they're they're changing it up Or they're being versatile Or even worse They'll try to say Black people have blonde hair too Like what, what? What is your response to those type of people? Well,
1: I would say yes. There are technically black people who technically have blonde hair, but they exist um, in places like Papua New Guinea, like in, in that area of the world, and that happened through them still intermingling with other. Um, types of hominids or hom- humanoids
0: mm-hmm.
1: historically, which gave, them, which, gave, which gave them the blonde hair. Um, they like called it the, the denisovians or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, technically speaking, it can happen, but still they have a different genetic admixture, just like the Australian Aborigines and stuff like that. Everyone has a different genetic that gives them the traits they have. So yes, it can be a genetic trait, but only if you come from that side of the world and that was your history. But as for the, the black people we're talking about in the context of this conversation, you wouldn't have had the gene for blonde hair. Right. That didn't come until later. So if you're from that gene pool and you want to emulate something, you simply do not have the genetic capacity Um, phenotypically to express then ask yourself why do you want blonde hair if that's not even your your phenotype I mean again like I'm not gonna like completely knock it like if it's if it's literally for like let's say they're trying to emulate like something they want artistically that's one thing I could see why but if it's a daily basis or a regular basis type of thing for the sake of versatility. And it's like, well then how bad is your attention span? Why do you need to be that versatile to be happy with yourself? Like, I don't know. I mean, like, I
0: mean, I'm not, I mean, they could bleach their speak hair. Speak your like mind. Scandal. Huh? I said speak your mind. Say it with your chest.
1: I'm, I'm getting
0: there. Mm. I get
1: And, you know I don't know it's just weird to me it's always been a weird concept I don't know I don't know how to answer that necessarily but I would just say that, okay Like, let's say for example they don't really have the fro yet they don't have the length they don't have the thickness they don't have the health in their hair because they've been wearing weaves and wigs for so long that their hair is just ruined at the moment. But then that's also ironic because a lot of these women have beautiful heads of hair underneath all of that. So I still don't, I don't see why they're still wearing it after a certain point of growth. And I mean, I don't know. But I would say that you know why don't you just get an afro wig? I think they, it's just like there's wigs for any hair texture. Why don't you choose the hair textures that are more similar to your own? if you still want to wear the wig and be versatile you can get a blonde afro you can get a ginger afro you can get any color afro for that matter so it's just like i think it's just literally oh of course that they associate afro textured hair you know with the comic it's the social connotation of like you know everything that we've said, pretty much everyone's been saying, it's like, they associate it with being ugly, with it not being good enough. It's literally what they call bad hair. Like, it's just subconscious. Like, it's like, or it's just like with the doll experiment or whatever, where like, little black girls will choose the white doll before they choose the doll that looks like them. So, I mean, it's a social connotation and people start to believe what they've been taught so they believe like their hair is ugly their hair is bad but it's like I don't know, you you can shake people by the shoulders you can tell them your hair isn't bad but if it's been ingrained in their mind and they're not open minded enough to change that belief you might as well just let them do what they're gonna do I mean they're the same types of people who are so like keyed into the mainstream that They don't, you know, they don't think for themselves in the first place. So when it comes to their appearance, they're going to try to look like the Eurocentric standard of beauty. They're going to try. They're going to try their hardest to look like a European because that's what they consider beautiful. So, I mean, I just... I just never ever saw the the appeal of looking like a white woman. Personally, I just never saw the appeal. Cause why would I want to look like that? Like what what? Because like that's another thing is why don't, why are people not okay with being unique or being
0: different? Well, see that's the thing they will tell you that. Them wearing blonde weave and and purple and high pink. And mind you, like, the thing, the thing that I don't understand, and I'm pretty sure they don't understand either, because they would try to say that wearing different colors of weave and lace fronts is being versatile. But it, the thing is, is that wearing different colors of hair came from white women. Like, that type of inspiration, that wasn't our thing. Like, we never did nothing like that. Like white women brought that into into like probably like, know, like the 70s. A lot of things happened in the 70s: the gay liberation movement, feminism, uh, all type of stuff. The sexual free, the sexual liberation movement, all all type of stuff came into the 70s. The hipster movement, where where men started wearing earrings and nose rings. That's something that men. If I even touch on that on my page the niggas get mad but um that's that's kinda like when that came into play, like when women started uh these white women started dyeing their hair like different colors and, and all this other type of stuff. So like even subconsciously there, like you have black women following after like the trends, the social trends of white women. But that's what they'll tell you. They'll try to tell you that it's a uh it's a it's a versatility type of thing. Like they're just trying to change it up or have different different styles. My thing is is that why do you have to have a different color? Like I don't mind if you want to have uh, different strands of of I don't know like dyeing your hair. Like you know you do what you ever wanted to do. Um, but like when you just start doing the most like wearing blue and, and high yellow. In pink, you know, I'm just like that. That's not pretty, you know. And I remember this one girl was trying to say I was shaming black women because I was saying that wearing high yellow pink hair was ugly. I said you look like the girl from from Lazy Town. Like why why are you playing yourself like this? Because you look stupid, you know. And I I really don't know any black man in their right mind that wants a woman like that. Like you might get some, you might get one of these hood Negroes from the projects or whatever, but like a, a real black man, like I can't bring no woman home like that. You know what I'm saying? Like inviting my my family to 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 meet and greet them. I'm going to introduce you to my mother, and you out here wearing uh, looking like a dang lemon. You know, like you just like you look like a, a pack of skittles. Like I can't introduce you to my mother like that. You have to really look your best like beautiful hair out everything and looking appropriate you know what I'm saying looking like you're actually a mother figure like somebody that will actually take care of their children not out here looking like you about to go clubbing or something like that but pack of Skittles, pack of yeah like a pack of Starburst like,
1: some jolly ranch
0: but you know like you know People do it whatever they want to do, but Christmas. like it's just not cute. I just don't see the sour but, patch kids, <laughs> gummy bears. But like that's that's what they're trying to say. Like it's it's diversity. Uh, diversity is is being versatile. But I'm like, this is what white women said. This is this is the narrative that white women laid down for for changing up their hair. And it's the same thing with wearing blonde weave and blonde wigs. You talk about you want to change it up. Why do you consider that versatile? In the first place. Because you can do so much with your hair. The thing is, and I've had some women tell me this, but the thing is is that some of these women do not know how to take care of their hair. Um because their mother were were wearing weave and lace fronts and so on and so forth. And so the mother don't know how to take care. the the best you got is is at least the grandmother trying to try, trying to know how to do hair. And the mother don't know how to do hair, cause the mother ended up hating her hair, so then the daughters ate uh, end up hating their hair. So then, you know, now you have this cycle where you have certain women out here who don't even know how to braid or or twist their hair, which is sad. Um, cause I I thought that was kind of like a cultural thing where black women knew how to braid hair. At least when I was growing up, every woman, every black woman in my in my household. Um, or every woman in my, my family on both sides knew how to braid hair, or at least twist hair, cause that was just something that they did growing up. Um, but nowadays in this generation, around my generation, women don't even know how to twist their own hair, uh, much less maintain having hair, uh, having their fro out. But, um, it's like that conversation I was having with this girl, um, where she was talking about is just—it's just too much to to try and maintain their hair. And I'm like, why? Like, why would you? Because you put more emphasis or or you put more care into some bundles. Because I'm pretty sure after a while, them bundles are are going to—I don't know. 'Cause like, I'm pretty sure people just don't keep bundles. I don't know how that how that works, but like. You know, you have to keep buying bundles and they're not cheap. If if you really want some good quality, you're gonna get what three hundred dollar bundles or whatever, three hundred, four hundred dollars. You know, you wasting all that money on somebody else's hair and you could spend at least fifty dollars. At least. If you really want some some products to last you for a good few months. Like you can spend fifty to a hundred dollars Rather than spending three hundred, four hundred dollars on 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 hair, you can spend at least fifty to a hundred dollars on products on how to maintain your hair. And like getting back to the makeup thing, you have women out here who will spend hours—I'm talking about hours, two to three hours—watching makeup videos, but they can't even watch ten to fifteen-minute videos on how to braid hair or how to twist hair. I'm like that's beyond me Because like, at this point you're just being lazy You know Or, or you're being selective in, in what you want to uh, To do with yourself In terms of enhancing your, your Beauty I feel you on that because
1: I mean <laughs> That's with everything Like the, People are just lazy You have your phone, you have your laptop You have this, you have that And you just choose to not I mean, that's all I did. Literally, like, when I made the decision at 11 to grow my hair, I all I watched was Natural 85, Chime Edwards. Um, all the Natural Hair YouTubers, whatever I could find, whatever I could tolerate, their personality or whatever, if they had a hair texture similar to mine, I would watch and watch and watch and watch and watch until it was, like... Second nature to know how to do my hair Um And then from there I just figured out What works best for me but Actually funny thing actually um When I first got an Instagram I followed Um Chime Ed- Edwards On Instagram And she actually followed me back I think she might still follow that account
0: Oh but, that's so cute
1: Yeah and she like commented Like on one of my pictures like Oh cutie love your hair and I was like it's like I thought she was like the, she, had the, she had the longest hair But then she cut it and cut it again But like it was like all the way down to her butt Like it was so long And I was like how She's just like how about guys Just taking out my And <laughs> just like out oh, this hair And I was just like that's my goal But then she cut it But then Natural eighty five also has an amazing head of hair It's like so like I don't know But, my hair was really awesome, but, um, I will attest to the fact that, like, if anyone wants to grow their hair really well, you have to take care of your whole entire self. Like, you can't even be in, like, a negative state of mind. It won't grow, because it's, like, your actual externalized thoughts. But, I do notice that, like, right now, it's coming back, but... I've been under so much, like... So many things just happen one after another to the point where my hair just started, like... Just deciding not to stay on my head. Not to that, like... Not to an extent where it's, like, that noticeable, but, like, I know the difference between, like, how my hair is and how it is supposed to be. Um, but... all oh, that stress is over now. I can move on. Um, but for me, like sometimes the first like thing that i notice when i i feel less than i don't feel like myself i guess or i feel less than how i feel like my baseline should be the first thing that shows is my hair even though that's like your hair takes a while to grow out of your scalp it's like even even the hair that's already like externally there i feel like your aura does affect how the hair is sitting and how it curls up or how it I don't know, that's just my
0: theory This has not been proven <laughs> No, you actually—you actually on to something Because your hair is, is your um, It's the extension of your nervous system uh, Especially when you got Nine ether hair Because your hair literally grows like a tree Or it grows like a plant um, The whole science behind nine ether beings Because nine ether beings are the Original people of of The earth, you know but your your hair. The reason why you have all these uh, particular African tribes who have like all these different type of hairstyles and so on and so forth, and they are put in different ways uh, because literally the reason why they're called like your hair is called coily hair is because they're literally coals, you know, and they um, they don't create electricity, but their their coils, they they have electricity in your hair. That's why your hair grows up, you know, because it's like alive, it's living. And so the reason why they had their hair in different styles and so on and so forth is because um, that's that's one of the many ways they could get in connection with the universe or um, that's a way in which they can receive uh, energy from the sun. You know, like, just stuff like that. Which I thought that was really interesting.
1: And it's like antenna. Mm Mm-hmm. And to be completely honest, I mean, the times that I've worn my hair, like, not even, like, in a braid out or a twist out or, like, trying to, like, really manipulate it, but, like, just, like, a, a wash and go, and it's just, like, in a fro. Like, those are the days where it's, like, I I don't consider myself a psychic by any means, but, like, I'll just be reading people, and they'll be like, how did you know that? And I'm like, my antennas told me. <laughs> <laughs> Your whole overall self. Because it's like, that's like saying, like, a woman can't be feminine because she, she has shorter hair. Like, that's just, like, that's not true. Because that's the
0: same thing my mom tried to tell me.
1: So I feel like it's all about your aura. It's all about how you present yourself. Um, but yeah, I just feel like. But yeah, they, they, they do. The coils, they, they capture what's in the air. So <laughs> sometimes I'm like, my hair is a plant. It's like my feelings. Like I feel like a little like insect, and I have like many intents. <laughs> but um, anyways, I mean, like I don't know. Like they like, and I feel like I mean, cause like I'm sorry. I'm like gonna say like a lot because I can take your time. I, like, I, I pride myself on my mind so much that mm-hmm. for it to be an externalized version of my nervous system, which by the way, I think really when your hair starts like falling out or thinning or the curl pattern doesn't come back or something weird happens to it, it's just because your nervous system is dysregulated, which mine gets dysregulated all the time. I mean, especially when there's a lot of things to do. I just, like, all over the place. I get Um, frazzled, and when when my hair is, like, when I'm frazzled, I can literally see my hair frizz. Like, it won't clump. It frizzes. But back to my point, (laughs) which was, um... I forgot. I'm so
0: sorry. I don't know. You was talking about, uh... I know what you was talking about. You was talking uh, about what are you saying? Wait. I, <laughs> I was,
1: was talking about I pride myself so much on my mind that for something to be a physical representation of that mind makes me feel like I have pride in all of my extremities. Like any my whole physical body is not it's an externalized version of who I am. Mm -hmm. So if I say I love myself then why don't I love what is myself as well?
0: Exactly.
1: So there's no cognitive dissonance it has to be cognitive congruence. Oh. (laughs) Um but I don't know. I love my hair. I have, I've grown in my appreciation for it because I had to grow it out myself. And I didn't have to physically, well, no. I mean, I did have to sometimes physically fight to literally keep it on my head. Um, Not just argue. But, yeah, like, <laughs> my mom was, like, pulling it. She, like, tackled me to the ground one day. Mm. And, like, she took a paddle brush and went from root And pulled out. And, like, the brush was, like, full of my hair. Mm -hmm. I was crying. Like, I was, like, 11. I was, like, crying. Because, like, it was the first month. And I had my first inch of growth. She pulled out so much hair. I was, like, crying. Because I was, like, oh, my gosh. All of my effort down the drain. How can I come back from this? Because she's, like, no. You haven't combed it correctly. Because I didn't even do the big chop. I said, I'll just do it i'll transition out of it slowly Mm -hmm. because i was not about to walk around with like literally no hair on my head but that that was like that's when i realized like it's serious to these people it's more serious than it needs to be why are you tackling me and it wasn't like i had not done anything wrong it wasn't like even a punishment or something it wasn't disciplinarian in nature it was just literally hatred from my hair and i was just like how did i not comb it properly I literally combed it. This is how it looks. And she's just like, nope. So, I mean, but after that, I was just kind of like, I have to keep going. If I stop ever, I actually like think I'm doing a disservice to myself. Because I'm not going to, I don't know, I'm not who I say I am if I crumble under that type of pressure even. But that was a low point. It was sad. But
0: I bounce back, and I'm here, so I'm okay. And we love to see it.